What's going on, Sugar Rebel? It is episode 26 of Keto and Life Hacks. And today we're going to talk about insulin and hormone balance. And the reason why this came to mind is I remember, especially when I first started my ketogenic lifestyle, Whenever, I think it was maybe the third or fourth week of me getting into ketosis, I just, obviously, you know, I felt different, much different than when I was when I wasn't in ketosis. But one of the things that I noticed is that um, I have more energy um, and specifically also, which was very, very interesting to me, was that I had more libido. Um, I, ta- I like to talk about it most of, most of the time only in like, you know, maybe over dinner with some girlfriends, but I feel like a lot of adults need to know this because after my second pregnancy, it felt like I was not interested in whatever goes on in the bedroom anymore if you know what I mean, right? And if you talk to other girlfriends or maybe other older women around you that may have experienced maybe a drop in estrogen or maybe have, you know, been into menopause or maybe have had a couple of kids, they are also in the same boat. And so we can be easily fooled into thinking that this is just normal, But what I found about third and fourth week into my keto lifestyle is that this just is not true because my libido was back. It's back. (laughs) And um, that to me was so interesting because imagine when I first started, you know, living a life of just constantly uh, a slave to sugar cravings, constantly thinking about sugar, constantly thinking about what am I going to eat, constantly hangry, and constantly feeling fatigued, right? Even though, like, I felt like I ate pretty healthy for a fitness coach, right? And I I lived a pretty active lifestyle, and so I'm, like, thinking, you know, after doing everything that I'm doing, you know, why do I feel like, you know, still ran down? And I know, like, you know, having a newborn at that time probably has something to do with it, but... It, it just wasn't, I, I refuse to believe that that was the reason why I was feeling fatigued. And obviously now I know that it wasn't the reason. And so the reason why I'm talking to you about this today is because I realized just the many benefits to hormones, not just sex hormones, but hormones in general and hormone balance and hormone optimization when you're in ketosis mainly because the benefit of being in ketosis is you have lower insulin levels and ultimately if we continue and i like to know the science of this again because the more i know the science the more i am compliant and i hold myself accountable because then it reminds me what's gonna happen to my body or what are the consequences to my body if i don't do the keto lifestyle right And obviously, I already know it works, you know, about almost four years into this journey. um, I I feel much younger than I've ever had, you know, probably since my early 20s, right? 
And so um, I want to kind of break down to you a little bit as to what high insulin, constantly high insulin levels will do more than just, you know, you're going to have insulin resistance or diabetes, which is going to be like a more progressive stage, you know, once you're there, uh, but just constantly high insulin in our body caused by you know having high carb foods and this kind of ties into a lot of the keto episodes that we've had before it just kind of dives a little bit deeper as far as the hormones go so let's dive into it so insulin and hormone balance basically high insulin constantly will affect our appetite hormones our sleep hormones thyroid hormones, sex hormones, stress hormones. That, I mean, if you have been listening to the other episodes and you didn't skip ahead, you would be already familiar with in some way, shape or form how all of these things already tie into like ultimately feeling amazing and getting the body that you want and getting, you know, just hitting your goal much easier where it doesn't feel like you're fighting against something that's bigger than you if you know what I mean right so this totally makes sense once once you hear this so for instance growth hormone is made in the pituitary gland and basically growth hormone goes into the liver and signals the liver to um, basically make insulin is insulin like growth factors and Insulin-like growth factors are basically very similar to insulin in the fact that they have the same receptors. And so what this means is that chronic insulin, high insulin levels, if your insulin receptors are always occupied, it doesn't matter if your pituitary gland is making, is making growth hormone it's not going to make any difference because those those insulin-like growth factors are not going to attach to the insulin receptors because it's constantly occupied, right? So does that make sense? So growth hormone, it um, it not necessarily the production of it, but the absorption of growth hormone is going to be affected because they share the same insulin receptors on our cells. So that's one thing, right? And if you've listened to other um, the other episodes already about muscle building and stuff, right? Growth hormone is huge for our recovery and it's also huge for muscle building and fat mobilization. So fat burning, right? And so that in itself affects metabolism and energy and muscle production or new muscle production, which ultimately will affect more. Uh, metabolism because if you can't make more muscle that means you can't make more fat burning machine right so it is like a cascade of effects just from that one thing Um, and it can be solved by moderating the insulin response so high insulin also um, if it's been shown that whenever your insulin is chronically high it's harder for your T4, which is our thyroid hormone, uh, to be converted into T3, which is the active form. So that's another metabolism hormone, right? Um, so again, the only cause is high insulin, right? High insulin will also increase cortisol, the stress hormone, because your body always thinks that it's uh, uh, stressed, 
right we've discussed that a little bit as well uh, I think on the sleep episode so and cortisol whenever it's high it it suppresses testosterone production again testosterone also helps us build muscle it also affects metabolism so it just makes sense like if you like look at the cascade of effects of just one high insulin among the other hormones it's huge because ultimately insulin is a storage hormone so whenever it's high you're always going to favor your body is always going to favor storage conditions you're always going to be storing any excess calories that you have it doesn't matter where it's coming from that's why the calories don't matter as much as the kind of calories that you're intaking that's why high fat low carb makes a lot of sense for a lot of people if you can make it work Um, so in terms of um, sex hormone production let's say testosterone for guys estrogen for women right we already know that sex hormone production already declines as we age that's just a natural thing like right like we can to a certain extent maybe slow down the reduction of our production of our sex hormones but it, it will decline over time over as we age but because of the effects of high insulin high insulin will accelerate the reduction of estrogen and testosterone which is why we're seeing a lot of people even in their late 30s early 40s early 50s already having hormone issues probably at a much earlier stage in their life because of the the diet that we're so used to which is a standard american diet right high carb high fat most of the time and so what we want ultimately is to moderate the insulin response and once you moderate the insulin response and one of the best ways to do that you already know you 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 know the answer is the keto lifestyle eating a high fat low carb approach because ultimately fat does not cause insulin to rise and um, so once you moderate your insulin response you basically become like an ATM machine ready for deposits ready for withdrawals at any given time because you don't have your glycogen stores are not always full right because you're not intaking a lot of carbs and so anytime that let's say your body your blood sugar drops and you need energy guess what now you have ketones to use for energy and now you don't really have to withdraw from your glycogen stores that much because you have an alternative fuel source about 75 percent of your energy needs especially of your brain can be met with ketones or you know the conversion of fats into ketones so that's why it makes more sense and the fact that you're in ketosis also helps you become more insulin sensitive because the the less you trigger insulin the more sensitive you're going to be to insulin which is why i know for a fact and i've heard many stories that insulin resistance or diabetes type 1 no, sorry type 2 diabetes can be reversed ultimately with nutrition specifically a high fat low carb meal plan right which is keto 
so we want to moderate insulin because ultimately once we hit this stage let's say once you're fat adapted um if you still have goals that you're looking to lose let's say if you still have like 20 pounds to lose or maybe not so much the weight but maybe you want to go from a size 14 to a size 8 for instance you um you can use you use intermittent fasting to have a deficit and you or you can use uh, uh, an intermittent fasting life where you're eating in an eight hour window for instance and you can moderate the insulin response that way and not trigger your body to break down muscle for energy because again you're in ketosis right so um the more that you're in a deficit let's say if you still have goals and you have a calorie deficit let's say you're eating about 1200 calories a day for instance keep the keto way in an eight hour eating window more than likely you can hit those goals especially if you're very strict with that with sticking to that deficit right and sticking to your eight hour eating window let's say five to six days a week because any any time that your body needs energy it's going and you're not eating it's going to withdraw it from your storage from your fat storage and it's going to convert those fats into ketones so that it can use it for energy now during the time when you maybe eat a little bit too much protein or a little bit too much fat it's actually harder for you to store that as body fat when insulin is not high that's an important to important thing to know so even if you overeat on keto once you're fat adapted it's harder for your body to actually store it because insulin is not going to be that high um, so when insulin is not high that means glucagon is high which is the opposite of insulin and glucagon is going to mobilize your either your fat storage or the food that you just ate and use that for energy instead of dipping into your fat storage you know if you have if you're eating excess if you're at a deficit it's going to use your fat storage most of the time more than likely so hopefully i didn't confuse you there if you do have a question about that just feel free to reach out to me on instagram or facebook and i'll be happy to kind of you know explain it to you but i hope i explain it the right way or in a clear way so moderate insulin will help um, even if you have um, if you eat excess protein excess fat is going to basically just going to burn what you just ate instead of um, storing it because insulin is moderated it's not high you're not going to store it basically so number two it will also your body will also ramp up your metabolism whenever insulin is moderated because one you're going to feel more energized one because i mean two because you have more energy you're naturally going to want to move more <laughs> it's going to be hard to just sit still so even if you're not a workout person for instance you might like start pacing around your house or maybe start to move furniture around or clean the house or something like that it's just gonna prime your body to be more active if you've ever had that experience while you're in ketosis you know what i mean right um and then number three because
because um, your body wants to ramp up metabolism, it's also going to increase your core temperature because you have more cellular activity. Um, it's just a better way for your body to perform. Um, so it basically does more like recovery stuff, anti-inflammatory stuff. It, it has more of those activities. So your core temperature is also going to increase when your insulin is moderated. So the lessons for this episode is moderate. One lesson is to moderate your insulin response because once you moderate your insulin response, you're going to be able to burn even excess calories that you might overeat one day and your body will also ramp up metabolism. So there's so many benefits more than just fat loss, (laughs) you know, to the keto way of life. Um, It's also longevity, right? Because again, high insulin production is never good. I don't know if I've ever mentioned this on this podcast ever, but I know that more insulin produced by your body means more fat stored by your body. It's a direct correlation just because of the fact that whenever insulin is high, you're always going to be in storage mode, right? So if you're ever still confused about eating the keto way, or maybe you're at a stall or something like that, I recommend go back to basics. Go back to eating high fat, moderate protein, low carb, and stay there for a couple of weeks and, you know, maybe test with your blood ketone levels. That would always help go back to basics because i think that as we get further along on the journey let's say you've lost 50 pounds on keto you know and then you plateau and maybe you still have 30 pounds to go i mean it's just going back to basics because sometimes we just lack on the rules and then we forget you know what we already know so sometimes we just need to be reminded actually most of the time we just need to be reminded of what those rules are right before before we realize what we're doing wrong because we've been doing it for so long that we get familiar with certain things right so that's really one of the best ways that you can get back into into it if you have lost track um so yeah i just want to remind you with this episode that it is it is going to be a moderate moderated insulin response it's going to ultimately give you the longevity and the vitality that we're all looking for because high insulin just doesn't (laughs) do anyone any good at all so and um so if you have hit a plateau or maybe just need a kickstart maybe you're a beginner you're completely new to keto you don't know where to start um, I typically start a new seven-day keto challenge every month and so as you listen to this episode if you're listening as I released it originally um, the next seven-day keto challenge is going to be in two weeks so if you're listening to this right now as I release it um, you know and you're interested in doing the seven-day keto challenge feel free to reach out and I'll send you more information on that um, I love doing this program I've only been doing this program for like the last three months but I'm amazed by the results that people are getting not only during those seven days but also after they're done with the seven days and how they keep progressing towards their goals and they just they just um, I don't know they feel more confident doing the the keto keto lifestyle 
after they've gone through the program because they don't feel overwhelmed because the goal of the seven day keto challenge is to not overwhelm you but just teach you the basics get you to actually start taking action one tip a day so that you don't um what's it called analysis by paralysis 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 by analysis i tend to do that sometimes because i can be ocd sometimes right so this prevents that from happening it just puts you into action and because it's only seven days a lot of people um feel like they can do it which is why it's only seven days so it's all by design so anyway if you are interested in that um again feel free to reach out to me via facebook or instagram with um at the sugar rebel if you're reaching out to me through my personal facebook page it's anna dornier a n n a d as in delta o r n as in nancy i e r so and that is pretty much it if you have not written a review feel free to do that soon and um i will see you on the next episode have a great one